Coming up in this episode of Finding Common Ground. For me, the ranch teed up for young teenagers conversations about life purpose. And I give marriage counsel a couple of things we talk about, and it's always like, okay, when it comes to sex, who controls the sex in a marriage? This weekend, again, is for anybody that you love enough uh, uh, to invest in, to invest 48 hours in. I was a single dad with two kids, and I, I was praying to God, please bring a godly woman into my life. Boy, did he, he step up on that one. There are two sides to every coin. How do we deal with racial issues when they affect relationships? Finding common ground on all those issues that we come against. There's black and there's white. And I think as Christians, we have to learn how to get together because we're not in heaven. I've met more interesting people just by God just bringing them in. Republicans and Democrats. But a lot of times when it comes to race and it comes to culture and it comes to perception, even as Christians, we don't always understand. We look at it through our lenses. There's Bill. I grew up in a suburb of Cleveland called Parma. Uh, Any black the, people in Parma? There was not one. Not one black person, not Bill? Not one. Come not on, Bill, one. you got to have one, a nope. token black person, a token. And there's Odell. I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, public housing, single mom, divorced single mom with four kids, and I came up through segregation and all that kind of stuff. If a black person drove through the town, the police would stop and escort them out. Bill and Odell are finding common ground. A part of what we have to do is listen to each other, find the common ground, and question, not questioning you like you're on a witness stand, but questioning you for a better understanding. Bill, as you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the best bed sheets ever. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Odell, you know, Mike's making a special offer to on these Giza sheets uh, to our listeners. You can get this set of Giza sheets for as low as $29.98. You know, the first night I slept on these sheets, man, I'll never sleep on anything else again. Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. Yes. They could get the sheets, the Giza sheets for as low as $29.98? Yeah, that's right. Our listeners are the only ones that can get that. And the way they do that is they can get it a number of ways. One is you can call 1-800-238-7281. That's 800-238-7281. And use the promo code COMMON. Or you can go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code COMMON. That number again is 1-800-238-7281. And remember, use the promo code COMMON, C-O-M-M-O-N. Thank you, thank you so much mercy. for your support. And when we think about fathers and how you've placed fathers and families to protect and lead and guide God, not to be the boss, just to protect, to lead and guide as men of faith, as believers, as Christian men, we just say thank you. We're not perfect but we're doing the best we can. God, we just thank you for the subject matter today because fathers, we spend a lot of time tuning up our cars, changing oil. We do a lot of that stuff, but how do we tune ourselves up as fathers? How do we tune ourselves up as husbands? How do we tune ourselves up as godly men? God, thank you for allowing us today 
to talk through these issues. In Jesus' precious name, we pray and believe. Amen. 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 Dearly Father, just uh, thank you for the men that are on this call. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Outback in Greensboro uh, and what that is. Lord, thank you for the family structure that you you gave us and uh, how how dads are so important to the leadership of the family and uh, in building relationships with their children. Thank you for programs like Outback that helps fathers build those relation long term relationships. You know, Lord, um, you know, when we uh, got married and had children, I never got an owner's manual on how to raise kids. Oh. And so, uh, Lord, we just uh, asked that maybe this Outback could could help some folks uh, when, in, in particular situations and overall just general relationships with their children. Amen. Father, I'm grateful for your mercy. I'm thankful for your grace that shows up in our lives each and every day, what we don't deserve. Uh, Jesus has provided for us and uh, we're so thankful and so grateful. I thank you for the gift of family. I thank you for the privilege of being a dad. I thank you for the privilege of being a husband and um, just pray uh, for, for this community. I'm grateful for the opportunity to serve this community and to have, have Jesus known throughout the community of Greensboro and God's love known throughout. I thank you for Bill and, and Odell, just uh, common ground. I pray that you would continue to bless their podcast and just uh, how it's reached so many people, Father, and, and that what we do have in common is our relationship with Jesus and that we would focus on that as we go about our daily lives is just serving and loving others. In Christ's name. Almighty God, I want to thank you uh, for just loving us, being our ultimate Abba Father. And I want to give you thanks for Greensboro, the city of Greensboro. And uh, we just pray through families, knowing you, growing towards you, towards one another, that you would transform and revive the city of Greensboro. So thank you for the different ways that your truths are revealed, the different ways uh, that wisdom is gained through you. And we just invite you into this podcast, into our city, and to grow us to honor you in Christ's name. Yeah, Father God, grateful to be on this podcast today with these faithful men and grateful to be able to serve with uh, people like John and Brett and who love people and love Jesus and be able to to develop and and learn from them. Now, Father, we uh, we pray that it be your words and not our own today. Uh, we pray that it reaches the ears of those who you want it to reach and that May the 19th will be a weekend of transformation and renewal, and that your presence there, of course, will be palpable, uh, and, and, and Lord, that you will reach out to parents and teens and spouses and of all kinds and, and bring them to us that weekend. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You know, Bill, when you talk a lot about... When a man talks about his father or lack thereof, many people coin it as you have daddy issues. And for a man, that's the last thing you want to hear. But, you know, it's interesting that we talk about fathers. Um, my father wasn't there. My family, they got a divorce early. So I was raised by my grandfather. So not having a father in the household, being poor, being black in the 60s, growing up in public housing, it was very difficult. 
Now, out of that experience, I've been through the gamut of emotions and feelings from being angry, from being bitter, from being hatred, but also from trying to fill in the blanks of if my father was here, how would he be? And I think that's the most dangerous zone to be in when we do fictitious things. So that's why I'm so excited about that Christian men are talking about their roles as a father. Now, what God has done in my life is bless me to the point of saying, Odell, because I, I went to God, I said, if I ever have an opportunity to be a father of boys, this is the way I would like it to be. And God blessed me with one son. And I'm like, okay, good. Now I have a chance. Then God blessed me with another son. And I'm like, oh my God. Then God blessed me with a nephew that we started raising. So I guess God said, Odell, you have so much stuff inside of you that I'm giving you three vessels to pour into. But I thank God for my grandfather because my grandfather is the one who stepped up. So sometimes one's biological father is not the one, but then why isn't that person the one? And we're not talking about daddy issues. We're talking about men talking about men issues. Because when you look at the Black community, African-American community, it doesn't take Einstein to look at the statistics and see the households that's no fathers in the households. And I believe that, yes, a single Black female can raise kids. That's not what I'm talking about. But I think that if the structure is in place, the discipline, the teaching that a father brings to the table, the income, I think that my community would be in a better place. What's your thoughts, Bill, my good looking white friend? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, I think you're right. And, and I've got a story to tell because it, it kind of impacts uh, Outback and what we're going to learn today. Um, this, this story is about a man that was in his 70s and he was ill. And part of his uh, therapy was to write down major hurts in his life. Okay. Mm. And I think he put three, he shared them with me, but the one that caught my attention was, uh, his father was a very, uh, uh, wealthy man. He was a judge in town. And, uh, and so he ran a business, very successful business. In fact, they asked him to run for governor at one point. Uh, and <clears throat> his dad took him out and this guy, he was, you know, probably in the forties or fifties, took him out to California. And he was so excited to go on a trip with his dad to California and looking forward to spending time with his dad out in California. And he wrote in his hurt that when he got there, his dad was at a business meeting. He just took his son along and he spent the whole time at business meetings. And his son just sat by the pool and hung out in the hotel room, never had any quality time with his dad. And, you know, when someone marks that as a major hurt, you start looking at what Outback provides for dads to have relationships with their children and those relationships in that week that they spend together. And we're going to hear more about it uh, is life-changing in memories. It makes a huge impact on kids. We don't realize it because kids <clears throat> don't come with an owner's manual. And uh, so you, you have to spend some time figuring out, you know, each kid is different. Each, each child is a, a gift from God, and uh, but he's gifted them in different ways. Some respond to different 
uh, stimulus, you know, talking. Some people like to talk, some people don't like to talk, you know, things like that. So uh, that's my experience. Well, you know, Bill, you made an interesting point that kids don't come with owner manual, owner's manual. What happened when kids don't come with fathers? Yeah, good point. So, you know, let's let's learn about Alpac. Bill, introduce our, our guest. I can't wait to hear from Brett because I know Brett's going to tell us about everything. But as long as Brett don't take the role of the good looking black guy, me and him would be OK. OK, well, here's <laughs> what we're going to start out with Brett and, and we'll go JT and Matt. And I'll have you each introduce yourself a little bit about you. But then, you know, what's your role in Outback as well? And then we're going to get into questions. What is uh, the Outback for Greensboro and all those kind of things? So go ahead, Brett. Yeah, this is Brett Greaves. Uh, God had me land in Greensboro 28 years ago with a uh, two-year-old daughter. And now I've got three kids, added two sons after my daughter and um, had the joy uh, 17 years ago to go to Outback. And one of my friends in Greensboro that was in a small group has said, hey, Brett, you've always wanted to be a good dad. you got a 13-year-old daughter. Why don't you go to Outback? And so uh, my journey started way back then, and we'll, we'll tell you more about it. But really grateful to be part of Greensboro, the city, and and loving and serving families here. Very good. Thank you, Brett. JT? Yeah, Bill and Odell, thank you for having us on. And uh, so it's John Tomlinson. I go by John or JT is what my good friends call me. So I appreciate Bill and Odell calling me JT. Um, I landed in Greensboro about almost 14, almost 15 years ago now. I have two daughters, a beautiful bride uh, who we met. We met in high school, very, very young. Um Odell, I appreciate you sharing your story. I'm grateful for your grandfather. I didn't have a dad that was very active in the home when I was young, and I had people that stepped in in my life as well. So when my daughter was born in Birmingham, Alabama, and this ministry that we'll talk about today is based out of Birmingham, a friend of mine told me that the most meaningful thing, and this was a young lady, that her dad had done for her was take her to a place called J.H. Ranch. And that really is what came out of Outback has come out of J.H. Ranch. And so with that, she said, when your daughter's 16, promise me you'll take her out there. So I moved to Greensboro and didn't know that men like Brett had been and others in Greensboro. And so took my daughters out there and we'll share more of our story. Uh, but that has led to us wanting to share that experience with other men and their children and also wives. There's It's also a marriage and we'll talk a little bit more about that, just how active men need to be in the lives of their kids. I'll share one stat before we go any further. You know, the average kid spends about, average teenager spends about 40 hours a week in front of some screen, a computer, a phone, et cetera. They spend about, to Odell, to your point, even if they have a father at the home, they spend about three minutes in meaningful conversations. And so this absenteeism of fathers, whether they're not there or they're there and they're really not there anywhere, is, has a huge impact on lives of these young kids and not really having a manual for life. Good, good stats. Those are good stats. Matt, you're up. Yeah. Hey, JT. Yeah, that's a that's a revealing statistic, isn't it? <clears throat> um, uh, 
Odell, I just want to tell you, I don't think there is any chance of your friend Brett Greaves being confused for the uh, the black guy on the on the podcast today. Just the, the good looking black guy, the good looking, oh, handsome, slim and trim black guy. I left out the most important part. You're right. You're right. Well, now good looking and slim. Now he yeah he does fit that description. Anyway, <laughs> uh, my name's Matt Devaney, and uh, I am. Uh, my title is city leader of uh, of Outback Greensboro. I've lived in Greensboro for a long time. The uh, I grew up here. The apple rolled away from the tree a little bit, but it came right back. And uh, I love the community I'm in. I'm a dentist here, and I have raised my family here. And just like these guys, uh, I had a friend of mine tell me in 2014 that you need to go out to California and take your son out there. He said it'll be the best week of your life. And it took about two years for that to happen. But you know what? His recommendation turned out to be exactly right. It was an awesome week of, of reflection and relation and growth and fun. I mean, we had a great time. And that's where Outback got born was from men like John and Brett going to California and wanting to bring that back home. And that's why we're here today. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Well, since we jumped around the subject uh, quite a bit, what is J.H. Outback and Outback Greensboro? Yeah, I'll take that. So uh, it, it started in 79, Bill, J.H. Ranch in California. And it's a family camp, if you will, parent, teen, fun, adventure, but really speaking truth, making memories one-on-one. -on -one. And just for me, I've been out there five times and they've been some of the best weeks of my life. But what's happened is now there's 20 Outback cities and Greensboro is now an Outback city. And so we're excited May the 19th that Jake Ranch, California, if you will, is now going to be in Greensboro at Camp Weaver May the 19th, where parents and teens can go there and enjoy it. Don't have to go all the way to California, not for a week, but can but can hear truths, can make memories, can have one-on-one -on -one time. And so Outback as a weekend is there. And then also we have what's called Outback Huddle Group. And the Outback Huddle Group will meet every Tuesday morning at 6.30 a.m. at Hope Chapel across from Grimsley. And that's 25 around the city. They're just trying to grow the relationship with God and with one another. And so you have Outback Greensboro the weekend, and you have Outback Huddle Group every Tuesday morning, in which those are open to anyone in our city. And, um, and so we're excited about both events. Well, I've I've been to the huddle, and it's uh it's it really is inspiring. Uh, there's great conversation. There's biblical reading. Uh, there's a, usually a discussion about the uh, biblical this verses we're going through and the, the Bible study that we're using. So it's it's a terrific group. I'd encourage people to show up to that. You know, it's an early morning thing, uh, and as Odell knows, uh, neither Odell or I are morning people, uh, so. <laughs> It, it takes a little more coffee to sit there and get involved. So thanks for sharing that, Brett. Sure. Appreciate, 
Red, if people want to know how to find out more information, where would they go? So we're gonna we're gonna post an Outback email website, JH Outback GSO. They can find it, but we're gonna post it, and uh, I think John's gonna go through some of that at the end. Okay. Um, as far as kind of connecting with that, but just know six thirty on Tuesday mornings that are welcome. And um, and then we'll tell more about the May 19th is if folks want to register and, and join for a weekend. OK, very good. Very good. Odell. Yeah, Matt, how did Outback Greensboro get started in North Carolina and why? And is it is it a no judgment zone? Tell us a little bit about that, Matt, please. 2016, I had the experience at the ranch that I referenced earlier and came back pumped up, fired up and. And, and why don't we have this on the East Coast? <clears throat> well, let's face it. There's some barriers to getting to the ranch out in California. It is well isolated. It takes a long time to get there. It's expensive to get there. They do it only in the summertime. Uh, it fills up way ahead of time. And, and frankly, there are a lot of people who cannot attend this. Um, they're just not able to. Which is why uh, the JH... Uh, uh, folks, the, 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 the people out in Birmingham who run the summertime camp realized that Outbacks needed to be created because they function in the spring and the fall in a convenient place where people can get to them. So I looked into what is the closest Outback that we have to Greensboro, North Carolina, and it turned out it was Atlanta, Georgia, who hadn't even had their first one yet, five hours away, and Nashville, Tennessee, who was kicking theirs back off again, seven hours away. We didn't have an outback in North Carolina, South Carolina, or Virginia, for that matter. Yeah, so as I referenced earlier, I came back from California, JH Ranch, very fired up, um, and and wondering about why we didn't have something like this on the East Coast, because let's face it, there are some barriers to getting to California. The The ranch is very well isolated. It takes a long time to get there. It's very expensive to get there. Uh, it's expensive to attend the ranch. It's held only in the summertime. And uh, there are certain people that cannot make that. And those at the, the folks at the ranch recognized this and created something called Outback, which is the ranch version. It's the content of the ranch condensed to a weekend in certain cities, mainly around the Southeast, uh, mm -hmm. where people can go in the spring and in the fall and get the same curriculum, but not have to travel and have the expense of the travel and the inconvenience of the travel. Uh, they can do this locally. And oftentimes, uh, instead of thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars are oftentimes free. So <clears throat> we wanted to make this, we wanted to give people the opportunity to be able to experience what Brett has experienced and what John and myself have, have experienced, uh, give them the opportunity to be able to do that. So I looked into what the closest Outback was, the closest Outback uh, at that time and still today is Atlanta, Georgia, five hours away. Nashville, Tennessee was restarting their program seven hours away. We didn't have an Outback in North Carolina, South Carolina or Virginia. So we started some interest meetings and and people like John and Brett and others, many others who had been to the ranch and were passionate about the content of it uh, and, were, and were passionate about serving people and serving the Lord came together. And it took us two years to be able to put together our first inaugural event, which I think um, by all accounts was 
a mountaintop uh, moment. And it was highly successful. And we're going to be doing it again, May the 19th through the 21st. Oh, that's wow. great. That is great. Bill? Well, Odell, I'm going to let you ask the questions because my phone is set up and I can't look okay. at it. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting. When you start thinking about people a father, and now you're putting yourself on the same platform with the children, you know, because that's that transparency. So, John, you know, what to expect? What what should people expect if they attend Outback Greensboro weekend? Yeah, Dale, I guess I'll be vulnerable. I'll start with a personal story, and then I'll talk about the weekend. It is hard to be vulnerable a lot of times as a dad. We want to provide a safe place. My first trip when I went out there, my I asked my daughter, have I done anything to offend you or is there anything you'd like to change? And she was very open and very honest. And it was some things that were difficult for me to hear at the time. Um, but we made significant changes out of that. She just wasn't happy uh, in our church life. And, and so it led to some great conversations and really life-changing things. One of the things we talk about, change is temporary, but transformation is permanent. So we want people to experience the weekend. And it's, I, I was, to understand what it takes over a week when you go to California, how do we bring that back to the local community? So to expect over the weekend would be really intentional time with your child, with, with your teenager. The typical age would be 13 to probably age 20. It's kind of those difficult transfer transfer years where where the kids are you know, can get disconnected, particularly during this period of COVID where the kids have gotten so isolated, where they just don't have connectivity, uh, spend a lot of time on technology and less time in relationships. So it's that intentional time in that relationship and creating memories that that will last a lifetime through the weekend. A lot of connection on uh, three things, I would say. One would be um, worship. We spend a lot of time in worship and, and really honoring God through worship. The second would be an opportunity to to spend time on five key areas of focus, one being life purpose. You know, number one fear of teenagers is, is that they don't find their life purpose. And so how do we spend time being intentional with our kids, giving them a, a guide to get their relationships between men and women and, and young girls and boys, and how do they navigate those dating years uh, relationships with parents and, and children's. We, you know, have our own stories with our own parents and our kids have their own stories with us. And so how would we open up those pathways of vulnerability from my personal values and what does our own personal walk, walk with the Lord look like abiding? And so it's very intentional through the weekend. A lot of fun activities, a lot of energy, uh, a lot of prayer time, but really worship, prayer, and those topics that we talked about and creating the environment for people to have that intentional time together is what they can expect. And being around, you know, great men like like Brett and Matt, and we have so many volunteers that serve in this community that really want to take care of people. Well, you know, John, you talk a lot about, and I get that because I'm one who's, who believes in um, our children, because I'm a preacher and I have preacher kids. I always, we never wanted to put our kids in a fishbowl. And we always believe that our children should see the same person on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday that they see Sunday morning going in, because if not, we are hypocritical. Now we don't have to be perfect. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm talking about Odell Cleveland's household. But you know, it's one of the things when the kids are allowed, young adults are allowed to 
in a very respectful manner, because that's the tricky part, in a very respectful manner, give feedback or constructive criticism to his or her parent. That's a that's a tricky part, though. Now, Brett, who, who should consider attending the JH Outback in Greensboro and why? Because a lot of times when you're dealing with this point, you know, you have sex, you have money, you have power. Those are the issues that cause problems when a kid get of certain age. In South Carolina on the dirt roads that I grew up in, we called it when you start smelling yourself. So, you know, we're just old, you know, South Carolina folk. So, Brett, help us with that question on who should attend and why. Yeah, um, I'd say the target age would be 13 to, like John said, maybe 20. And I think when my daughter and I went through this when she was 13, we talked, she wasn't dating anybody, but we talked about what would it look like to date. And, and, and I listened to her, she listened to me, but also Outback teed up, what's godly character look like? What should you be, what does dating look like? And so for me, I didn't grow up with a dad and I didn't really have a model. I didn't have really good answers for that. I met the Lord in high school. And so for me, the ranch teed up for young teenagers, conversations about life purpose and parenting and dating and things that, man, I, I needed help with and wisdom in. And so I think any dad or mom, so it's parent, teen, mom with a son or a daughter, dad with a son or daughter, can be in that combo that wants to grow in the relationship with their child and with the Lord. And that relationship, Odell, can be super healthy, super strained, but it's just one that wants to grow and learn. And um, that that's what I would say would be good. You know, as men, and again, the older we get, marriage takes on a different perspective. Uh, I've been married 38 years so and dated my wife four years, John. I don't know. She wouldn't marry me until I had a job. I don't know what was wrong with that woman, but you know, she just didn't marry me for my good looks, Bill. You know, it's the job thing and pay bills and responsibilities, all that good stuff. But but on a serious note, you know, the relationship changes. You know, um, I say when I give marriage counsel a couple of things we talk about, and it's always like, okay, when it comes to sex, who controls the sex in a marriage? You know, how's that whole thing bartered and how we worked it out? power? Who has the power in the marriage? Who controls the money? And the thing we talk about with uh, our boys is that power is like bottled water. We understand bottled water. You put the water in the middle of the table. So if I'm thirsty, I could drink it. And then when I get take a drink, I put it back in the table. I don't put it in my pocket. So if my wife needs a drink or needs some power to do something, she has to come and ask my permission. So it's right there for her to get it. And when she drinks, and quench her thirst, whatever she needs the power in the marriage for, then she puts it back. And we believe that when you, that trust, when you put it back in the middle of the table or wherever you place it, where everyone have equal access, it kind of re regenerates itself. And that trust going there from that perspective, because it was hard talking to my, to my young boys about sex. You know, that was very hard. It was hard talking to them about money because for someone who grew up poor and you didn't have any money, you have to explain to them that money's a tool, T-O-O-L, not a toy. And you can't manipulate money. You can't manipulate sex in a relationship or a marriage. You can't do all those things. So help me, and this question is open to all of us, you know, 
how's the testimonies when you think about Outback Greensboro has impacted your family, your marriage, your relationship with your son, your daughter, and just your relationship with God? Because a lot of time God put us in a, 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 a headlock. It's like, Odell, I told you what to do. You won't do it. So I'm going to put you in a headlock and make you surrender. And that's that's kind of the relationship me and God have. I guess we have a strange relationship. But Matt, what, what do you think? What do you think about Odell's crazy analysis, sir? It's crazy, but it's spot on, right? So, so you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where to even start with that analysis. I do want to say this though. Um, I know we've talked a lot about parenting. Um, there is a spousal component to our weekend as well that I think is is worthy of equal emphasis. I mean, marriage is always under attack and, and it doesn't matter where you are in your marriage. Um, uh, when you come to an Outback weekend, uh, we're going to advance the ball for you and, and you're going to leave with a relationship that is <clears throat> stronger than what you came with. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, talking about testimonies, uh, my wife and I are going back to an Outback in a couple of weeks to do the marital portion of Outback and that's how much I believe in it. Um, testimonial, though, I'll give you a, a testimony of, of something that I have witnessed. So I have a, a fantastic mom that works in the office with me. And uh, her daughter and her had some struggles uh, for a couple of years. And I've been able to, her daughter has been around a lot. And, and so I've been able to witness this. And they went to Outback last year. And Man, it has been such a blessing to watch the transformation of their relationship. They are in a completely different place than they were a year or two ago. Um, and I'm not I'm not necessarily uh, giving Outback 100% of the credit for that. I don't think that's the case, but I can tell you, I, I do think it was a significant piece of the transformation of their relationship. It's been wonderful to watch. Well, well, go back, though, dig a little deeper into transformation, because I think John talked about it early. It, a transformational relationship is different from a transactional relationship, you know. Mm -hmm. So when you keep saying transformational, help me help our audience with that, please. OK, well, well, change is temporary and transformation is permanent. And so we're not looking for a mountaintop experience that you feel great about. And then on Monday morning, you're right back to the same person that you were before. We're, we're looking for permanent change. And that's what we call transformation. That's what the Bible would call, you know, the renewing of your minds. Right. And, and that's good. That's good. So, so that is, everybody walks in in a different place, but in the end, the goal is the same for everybody. And that is real change, permanent change transformation. Wow. Bill. You know, yeah. You know, transformation is, is a, is a powerful, powerful word uh, because it, 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 you're talking about changing your lenses to something that you hadn't had before you went there. And, you know, uh, folks that are listening, if you've ever had a teenage child uh, for the most part, they, they don't communicate much, uh, particularly guys, you know, we, We'd take them out to Boy Scout camp. How was your, how was the camp? Good. What'd you do? <laughs> you know, it's like pulling nails. And I, you know, what I'm getting a sense here is the Outback weekend helps open those communications so that, you know, you're getting more than a one word sentence. You're having a dialogue with your child. Uh, and, you know, a dialogue with your child 
who is still developing is a hard thing to do because they have a particular set of lenses that may not match exactly where you're at. And then how do you blend that? And uh, how many times have I heard that my mother and dad don't understand me? You know, I, I, I mentored young men uh, at Westover for about 16 years. And, and uh, you know, we, which, what, what we talk about stays in the group, but there was an overriding theme for these teenagers about their parents. And it was communication. So go ahead. We got some more questions. Odell, let it rip. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that, and I'm getting ready to get to Brett, but it's interesting that, Brett, if we don't fix these cracks, let's just say cracks, and I'm sure it's a better term, cracks in the foundation, is it possible that these cracks go from generation to generation as far as misunderstanding our parents? And then when we become a parent, is it possible that we could be misunderstood when we could just go to Jesus and go to the camps and just get help? And getting help doesn't mean we're weak. Getting help means we need help. Yeah, I think I think for me, and when I went there with my daughter and my boys, it was different for each child because of where they were at each team. And my son really began to own his own faith and think about what I really believe and not just under the roof of our house or his parents. And so he was asked questions about why do I believe this and what are these truths? And so for one of my boys, I think it really it ignited him falling in love with the Lord and the truth where another child was really more interested in me understanding and just listening, just being a dad that would just love and be gentle and caring for him. So I think it, it, it's different for each child and it's different in each season, but I think God's truth in all those seasons is right and good. And and I'm really thankful for God's truth. Outback just happens to tee him up well, Odell, but it's really the Lord renewing and transforming and that abiding, you know, not just going on the weekend, but going on forward. And that's the spirit of God at work. Wow. So John, you, you gave your daughter away in marriage. I mean, think about this. You gave your daughter away in marriage. How did how did that transformation help you? Because I've never had that experience before, sir. Yeah, well, that's a that's a, a great question. And, and one of the things that we talked about when we were together during our week in California, and I've seen it with other dads. I had the opportunity to go to an outback in Birmingham and served as a coach. And I, I, I want to talk touch on one point there when I get done with your, answering your first question. But for her, it was having that discussion around godly character. And, and Allison, my wife and I, and by the way, Odell and Bill, I, you both outkicked your coverage on your wife. I outkicked my coverage. And I know Matt and Brett did as well. Um, and so with Allison and I, we always prayed about having a godly mate for our kids and uh, for, for both Abby and Jenny Claire. And, and God has been gracious enough to answer that prayer and and they were active in that process. And so we set guardrails and I asked my daughters, I re- requested to interview their dates before they went on dates and they were gracious enough to allow that. So well, I, well, well wait a minute, wait a minute, wait yeah, a minute, yeah. John, wait a minute. You requested to interrogate their dates before they went on dates. 
Yep, absolutely. And I don't know if it was a request or maybe to your point, maybe a mandate, like there was no manual for it. And Odell, you know me well enough to know I would typically have, I'd be ready to go hunting with you and have my guns out, cleaning my guns. To <laughs> 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 make sure they, they, uh, they understood. Um, that is a true story one time. It was not on purpose. My daughter thought it was. But it is, uh, you know, it was one of those things where we were invited in and our kids and both of my son-in-laws, when they asked for my daughters in marriage, they invited both myself and my wife, Allison, to come, which was a which is incredible. And that's a pretty meaningful transformation when they have that much respect uh, through that. And one of the things about the Outback Weekend, to Brett's point, like it's we want to create an environment of hospitality where the Lord is present. So there's a tremendous amount of prayer where we have 40 days of fasting and prayer that will happen between now and the Outback event. So there's a tremendous amount of prayer. And so it's the work of the Lord. And through that, there are very practical things that and tools that we were given when we were there on how to raise your kids, how we think our kids grow and they mature but as parents, we need to be thinking about how's the Lord growing and maturing me as a parent. I'm not called to continue to be a cop in my kid's life. I'm called right. to grow and now be a counselor. But I want them looking to God because ultimately they're a child of God. And God has just given me the privilege of being a steward for that period of time until they grow and they're really following their own faith. Uh, about 90 percent of kids fall away from their faith when they leave college you know they leave college they leave the home about 90 percent while fall away from their faith so you want your kids to own to own their own faith and there's some practical tools that that we want to be able to provide to people that were useful to us uh to to be able to give those tools to their kids and then these coaches we have young coaches that will spend time with the kids they're around like-minded kids that are struggling with the same issues the same thing with the dads and afterwards those coaches will follow up with those parents and we'll follow up with those kids so that they have a way to continue to grow and be discipled. And then to Brett's point on the huddle groups, we want men to come on Tuesday mornings at 630. There are men from churches all over the city that attend. And so we want people to have a place to be connected, to grow and to be in community where God's called us to be. Well, John, while you have the mic, can you share when, where, and how to register for Outback Greensboro, please? Yes. So, so the event weekend is May the 19th through the 21st. Again, it would be for parent team and it would also, and that would be mother, uh, daughter or mother and son or father, daughter or father and son. And it also would be for married couples. So the website is jhoutback.com and you will want to make sure that you select Greensboro as the city. There are other cities, as Brett mentioned, throughout the country, and another weekend may work, and those people would be welcome to sign up there if they know of others in the community. I shared it with my brother-in-law who lives in Mississippi, and he may go to Birmingham as an example to attend the Outback there, which is much closer for him. And also on Facebook and Instagram, it is JHOutbackGSO. And so people can also look on Facebook and Instagram if they're on social media to, to follow it there as well. Okay. John, is there a cost associated with, with this? There is a cost. So the cost for the weekend, which includes all your food and lodging. And one of the special things about the week is opportunity to camp. So the parent and child, the parent, and the teen, or the married couple will actually spend the night in the tent. We bought great pads. We have great tents that we bought. So it's really a special weekend to be able to spend that time together. And that includes 
all the lodging and all the food for the weekend. What I would say, Odell, is I don't, we don't want cost to be an issue. So we do have some scholarship funds available for those that just can't afford that. And we would be more than happy to provide that. So, John, Perfect. John the, uh, the, the camping part, is this glamping or camping uh, or a combination of both? Well, I would call it glamping, Bill. Like you're you're a Boy Scout, right? So it's a six person, six man tent, six oh person tent. Oh uh, so there's plenty of room. It's close to bathrooms. Um, you can we have showers available um, in that type of thing. So it's about as close to glamping as you can get. <laughs> okay, very good, very good, Odell. Well, John, just one more time before we close out, can you give that information one more time? please, because this is so important. And I just want to make sure all our listening audience get the information because this changing lives, this is about changing lives and this is ministry. Yeah. Thanks, Odell. So the website again is www.jhoutback.com. Again, you will want to make sure that you select the Greensboro as the city again, May 19th through the 21st. And you also can follow us on social media. The handle on that for Facebook and Instagram is JHOutbackGSO. One other thing that I will give you, if there are questions that people have or would like to inquire on scholarships, they also can email our local email address is info, I-N-F-O, at JHOutbackGSO.org. Again, that's info at jhoutbackgso.org. Perfect. Well, Bill, it's on you, sir. We're going to go around and give everybody one last chance to say something. But I wanted to share when uh, JT was talking about uh, uh, all of us uh, out punting our coverage with our wives. And, uh, you know, I, it was, you know I, I was a single dad with two kids. And I, I was praying to God, would please bring a godly woman into my life and uh boy did he he step up on that one i'll tell you what he not only brought a godly woman in my life but she was really good looking <laughs> so go ahead why don't we go ahead brett go ahead and then uh we'll go matt and then jt and odell will close us out yeah so i'll, I'll close it out and just say i've been with all three of my kids and been my, with my wife twice and I think my kids would say, I know I'd say, it, but I think they would say it was some of the best times with my dad in their whole life, certainly in my 59 years. And so God's at work. Please, man, fight for your family, fight for your kids. Spend a weekend just one on one with them. And I think you'll really see God move. So hope you'll join us. Great. Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that, Brett. Um <clears throat> And, and also I'm thinking back to JT talking about not being a cop, but being a counselor and, and eyes on God. He wants your, our children to have ultimately to have their eyes on God and, and have uh, the Lord um, make the path for them. That's a little bit of the content that you'll get for the weekend, but without doing an outback on this podcast, I would just say that, you know, this, this, the information that uh, the, the curriculum that we have is something that's been tweaked uh, for four decades. And, and it really, really works. When I went, um, I went strictly on a recommendation from somebody that said it would be the greatest week of your, of your life. And, and, 
and I and I think that oftentimes that's the way to walk into one of these is is with no expectation at all, uh, and and it will be um, you'll feel the love I think when you get there from start to finish. Hope you'll join us. Hey JT, when you uh, close up, will you just speak to the adventure and the fun part? This isn't I don't want people to feel like they're going to be uh, locked down in a classroom. We really make it wildly fun so uh, jt may you can speak to that for a second yeah so those are the, of you that do not know brett brett's name is captain fun um and so brett will be the mc for the weekend we we do have a lot of activities throughout the weekend you know friday night we'll have a rodeo i don't want to give up too much of the fun you know but we'll have very active things all active with purpose you, you know you one of the sayings that we left with was you know i i saw I heard and I forgot. I saw and I remembered. I did and I understood. You know, we have to do things to be able to experience those things and understand those things. So for those of, of you that are listening, you know, I first thought, how can I take a whole week to go away to California with my child and step away from technology and work and and different things? Um, and now we're talking about a weekend. So I guess I would ask that question. And I guess my question would be, how can you not? take the time to do that. Like it's a meaningful weekend, very intentional, a lot of fun opportunities to really connect at a different level with your teenager. And back to your point, Odell, like marriage is so important and uh, congrats on 38 years for you and uh, Bill, I know Dory as well. And so, uh, you know, just marriage is such a gift. And so the other opportunity is to pour into your marriage. And I have attended the, the couple that's leading the marriage retreat does this full time they have an amazing story and God has really gifted them in the area of, of marriage ministry. And so we have my wife and Alice and I, uh, and my wife is also very good looking, Bill. So I got to get that plug in. So she's listening to the podcast, but a godly woman that man, I prayed for from the time I became a believer at 16 and God answered my prayer within a year. It's just incredible how God's been so gracious to me, but I, I would just say spending that weekend on that marriage retreat as well is really a gift. And some people, one testimony I'll leave you with, we have two couples that attended last year, their marriage was ready for divorce. Like they were headed to divorce and God really saved those marriages uh, through, through the weekend, just the opportunity to connect, to be together with one another and just allow God the, the opportunity to work and to really take down the barriers and, we want this to be a safe place for people to come and experience really the love of God. Very good. Very good. Matt. I'm going to go back to what JT said about, <clears throat> you know, can I afford to spend a weekend with somebody? And I think that his, uh, to his point that how can you not afford to, I mean, this weekend again is for anybody that you love enough uh, uh, to invest in, to invest 48 hours in. And, and I'll just say that one of the things that you might be surprised by, um, I know there are a lot of parents, probably myself included, that showed up thinking, <clears throat> um, I've, you know, I, I, I'm ready to get my son right. Or a spouse that showed up and, and said, you know, I, I can't, uh, I sure do hope that she makes uh, some progress while we're here. I think in the end, it turns out to be a lot of times that it's progress in ourselves that we end up experiencing. And um, man, that's that sure is worth the investment. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your relationship with a person that you love. And it's an investment in your relationship with God. And that's 
And that's, to me, that's time well spent. I agree. I agree. You know, just for point of clarification, uh, the weekend coming up in May, that's for uh, children with your kids. And then you have a different weekend with the, uh, with your spouse. No, we, we do it all at the same time. And the wow. spousal couples are broken or are separated from the parent teens for some of the events and for some of the activities and some of the curriculum. But there are times that we come together in what we call the big top and we listen and we celebrate all together. Very good. Very good. Odell, why don't you close this out, buddy? You know, a lot of times um, as men or as me, let me talk about me. Um, I spent a lot of time and energy in my life trying to be somebody. And I spent a lot of time in my career from, uh, I was blessed to be able to dunk a basketball. So, you know, I was able to go to college and your self-esteem get wrapped up in not who you are, but what you do, you know, it was very important for me when I graduated from college, it took me five and a half years, but I graduated and business degree and walking around with a ostrich skin briefcase mm -hmm. and suit and tie, you know, coming from public housing. That was a big deal for a poor black boy. And if you're not careful, you get so caught up in who you are as your career, not just who you are as a person and titles. You know, I was corporate sales. I was uh, uh, executive director, all those terms. But then our children looks at us like they just want want, want, want to be daddy. I guess the wife may say she just want her husband or I don't know. But again, it's that fine line, John, because we have to provide. We have to be part of providing. We get that part of it. But man, when do we turn it on? When do we turn it off? When we go on vacation. Are we checking out emails? And especially now, it's just so much. And do we miss it sometime, God? Do we miss it because we're trying to be everything and then when we lose our job, and I'll, I'll close with this. When I was very young, um, I got laid off because I didn't want to transfer to Atlanta. And I remember being at home and my wife came home from work and she asked me one simple question. She said, what did you do all day? Guys, you would have thought she cussed me out in my head because I was even young. I was smart enough to know not to let all this come out of my mouth. In my head, I'm like, what does she mean what I do all day? Don't she know I don't have a job? In those days, you know, we didn't have answer machines and all this. People calling on the phone and I'm thinking this is a job and they calling trying to sell me stuff. All this whole narrative going in my head and all she wanted to know, guys, is that, what did you do, baby? Just a conversation. But my fragile male ego at the time would not allow it to be that simple. It always had to be something behind it. So I thank God in my maturity, and I thank God that now I can understand better because I think I'm a better husband now, a better father, you know, just a better everything. So, Bill, I guess our common ground is, God, we're just trying to get better. Amen. Well said. Gentlemen, thank you for spending time with us. And uh, good luck in your, your event coming up in May. And uh, we have to have him back and do a debrief after, after it happened. What do you think? I think it's a great, great idea. Okay. Find Bill and Odell online at thecommonground.show. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, executive producer. Jacob Sutherland, director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, video producer. All rights reserved. 
This podcast is brought to you by Yes Weekly, the triad's largest circulated and best read weekly magazine. You can also find us online at yesweekly.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yes Weekly, your trusted news leader for local arts, entertainment, music, food, and more for nearly 18 years. Whether you're a big, medium, or small business, managing and growing the bottom line is important. Focus CFO brings the experience and financial acumen of a Fortune 100 Chief Financial Officer to your company at a fraction of the cost. PL help, internal reporting processes, or any business transitions or events, Focus CFO will help you and your team have a CFO in your company's back pocket. Focus CFO. Learn more at focuscfo.com.